Jumbo, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Safari Mike's Planet Watch. Uh, I am. This is one of the Planet Watches where I am accompanied by Christina, seated to my left. Hello, Christina. How are you? Hi. And that's because uh, we're going to do another zoo review. Um, as many of you know, whenever I go somewhere, uh, Christina usually runs a marathon, and I usually go to a zoo. Um, <laughs> so uh, we have been to quite a few over the last uh, couple of years. And today we're going to po- talk about the one in Seattle, which is the Woodland Park Zoo, and I think is one of the better zoos I've been to. And we'll talk about it a little bit more. Uh, but first, before we do that, I just want to remind everybody to go to our Tea Public store to uh, look at all the cool Animal Kingdom and Animal Kingdom Lodge designs like Sanaa or the Dawa Bar or um, you know Tiger River Run, like some real deep cut to Countdown to Extinction. Um, but check that out, and every dime we make, we don't get any money, it all goes to conservation. And we are now raising money for Cottontop Tamarins, who just had a pair of twins on the Discovery Island at Disney's Animal Kingdom. But they are highly endangered in their, uh, in their uh, uh, habitat in uh, Colombia. They're only found in forests in Colombia, so there are very few in the wild. Um, but Proyecto Titi is a great conservation group uh, partially funded by the Disney's Conservation Fund about uh, uh, or helping Cottontop Tamarins. So uh, check out those. You can go on my Twitter, at for one my Instagram, Safari underscore Mike, or the, the, uh, the show's Instagram, Disney's Animal Kingdom. In the profile, you'll find links to the Tea Public store, as well as someplace else that Christina uh, embeds. Well, you could explain it. Uh, it should be in the show notes for this episode and and previous episodes as well. We've been doing it for a little while now, so um, anytime you're like, what was what was that website again? Just look at the show notes. Yep, and like I said, like we don't make any money from it. Any every little penny that we make will go to conservation. Um, but uh, now moving on to the Woodland Park Zoo, um, we went to Seattle for um, well, one of Christina's marathons. And we also went to a couple of zoos and aquariums in the area. And one of them was Woodland Park Zoo, which is often rated in the top 10 in the country or so. Good. Which brings me to, I had a question for you. Because uh-huh. part of my selection of which race I was doing is, um, I think anyone who's listened to the show a while <laughs> knows my husband loves to make lists. And you had made a list of your top five zoos you wanted to see that you had not this was seen on yet. It. And this one, there were we hit two on this trip, but the one we're going to talk about today was one of them on it was. there. Yep. And so is that because it's on a top ten list, or why were you so interested in this zoo? Because I do a lot of reading about zoos. I do... Um, you know, I have numerous books on zoos, so I, I know what's there, and there were um, a few exhibits that I was uh, particularly interested in, and one of them is one of my favorites from the zoo, like the Northwest, uh, the Living Northwest, it's called. They had wolves and mountain goats, which I've never seen in a zoo before. Mountain goats, I mean. Um, and there were some other exhibits that I know were supposed to be highly rated, and I wanted to see them, so that's why. I, I, this is the first time you would ever mention to me, and I don't know if it was at this zoo or the other one we saw on this trip, but that there is some sort of zoo competition where they don't compete as a zoo as a whole, but maybe as an area that they're showcasing and they win awards. Oh, what you're talking about? Yeah, areas. sure. So I had no idea such thing existed. <laughs> the AZA, 
which uh-huh. is the Association of Zoos and Aquariums. Okay. Um, and um, they go around. They serve. They make. Sure, they make sure if you're a member of the AZA, then you know you, you have to meet certain guidelines in terms of exhibiting animals and taking care of animals and providing uh, animals with certain, um, you know, appropriate nutrition and things like that. Um, so that is one of them, and that that one. And what they do, I apologize. What they do is they give awards for. For certain things, um, and one of them is uh, for exhibit design. And the Woodland Park Zoo has won more awards for exhibit design than any other zoo, except for uh, the Bronx Zoo. The Bronx Zoo has won more awards than any of them, but Woodland Park is two. I, I will say the exhibit areas was part of what I was most impressed about there. They really took kind of an immersive I- idea Very much so. to it mm-hmm. um, so that you felt like you were entering in the area in which that animal was. But um, but as we do with the zoo reviews, usually I bring up a category and you kind of answer or discuss about it. Sure. So, uh, first is variety of animals. Uh, it's up there with some of the best ones. I mean, it has a wide range. I mean, if you love big cats, you'll see them. If you love primates, you'll see them. If you love elephants or what we call pachyderms, I mean, they have uh, they had uh, rhinos and elephants. They have uh, small monkeys. They had a good exhibit on birds. They had they had a, a a a wide range. The only thing I would venture to say is. Maybe they're a little light on reptiles. If you're a big snake and reptile fan, they didn't have a whole lot of that. But everything else, I think you're pretty much, you'd be pretty happy with the variety of animals. Which I would you, agree. Okay. I, I, I thought it was a big zoo. I remember that. It is, it is large. It was very large. Um, and in fact, there was one area that was under construction, a brand new exhibit. I think that was going to feature... Uh, insects. Oh yes, right. Yes, they were building, which I thought was really interesting that a zoo would dedicate, and it would seem to be a very large space. It was a there was a, it was it was kind of combined with like a children's play area because right. there were a lot of there was actually like animatronic, like large animatronic mm-hmm. insects, and there was like one spider that like moved around a little bit and stuff like that. It so, looked like, and, and of course they had the construction walls up, but it looked like they, uh, on top of viewing these animals, you were. The idea was that you were kind of shrinking down right. to the size right. of, of a bug, which I thought, again, with the immersiveness um, of it, was, was really and the, awesome. And there is a building in there, which I think it was opening soon, right? It was getting close oh, to reopening. Oh, yeah, we, were, ju- we just We were like a week it. ahead of time or something <laughs> like that. Uh, there is a building back there, too, that is uh, that exhibits bugs uh, and sex of various types. Next category is unique animals. Um, there... Uh, there were some unique animals. Um, the Living Northwest, I think that's what, yeah, the Living Northwest Trail had uh, mountain goats, which I had never seen before. They also had stellar sea eagles, which are kind of rare in zoos. Um, they had they had a few animals that were kind of rare for, for zoos, but those were the two that really sprung to my mind. Maned wolves are not seen a lot, and they were there. So uh, there are some unique animals that you won't see other places, or certainly not common in other places. And I touched on this a little bit already, but exhibits and design. So that is where the zoo really shines, like you were mm-hmm. saying. Um, I thought, for example, the Living Northwest Trail, which was one of my favorite exhibits I've ever been in. 
Um, it's if I make a list of top ten exhibits, that would probably be in the middle of that top ten list. Um, it was awesome. I mean, you would walk around. That's kind of like an elevated board rocket. And like you said, you really feel like, and you are in the Northwest, obviously, but you really feel like you're out in a park or something. And even like the buildings themselves, they did a nice job of designing them to kind of give that vibe of being in a national park. And you went around, you saw grizzly bears and mountain goats, and they had uh, wolves, which are my all-time favorite animals. I know they had a bunch of caves and yes, um, rock work, and it was... And, and each exhibit, like with the mountain goats, like you were saying, it wasn't just the main viewing area. You'd go around a corner, you'd think you were there to look at another animal, but then there'd be a different angled viewing for for the mountain goats. It was really well set up. Yeah, and they and they had other exhibits that were kind of like that. I thought the, the northwest area was the best at that, but they had the uh, the wild, the tropical Asia area where the, we saw the, the bears, the... Um, <laughs> Uh, sloth bears. I'm looking at a map of it now to help me. And the tigers are there, and they, that that kind of had they had kind of a Asian kind of feel to the exhibits in terms of like uh, you know just the design of like the signage and things like that. Park layout. Park layout. It's it's not the best. Um, for and also it, the size, I think was part of it but it's not the spoken wheel concept no it's not the spoken wheel concept it's it's kind of almost narrow and long Mm -hmm. and like um and we're looking at a map now the the northwest trail is all the way away from the exhibit i mean you have to go i mean you could work it where you're kind of looping it but it it is not the best layout in the world and there was a large patch that was empty that they didn't use anything um, you know, another exhibit that uh, goes to the answer to the last one, which mm-hmm. was um, was the, peng- uh, the penguin area. They did a really good job oh, of making yes. you feel like you were in the South, uh, South America, like uh, the Patagonia. Yeah, you had to go around like these rock structures, mm-hmm. like you said, like you're in, in Patagonia. And again, multiple viewing areas. Yep. And it, it, I think for my eldest, I think that was, and maybe my youngest too, that was their favorite part. And they were very active that day, too. Yes, so. they were. Penguins are always a good uh, yeah. uh, uh, zoo exhibit. And I like that all of these little rock areas, because it made you seem like you were in the rocky terrain, Yeah. Um, gave little ones like my youngest something to stand on to see yes. all the penguins. Cause That's true. Right after we got in there, a huge school bus full of kids showed up. And then he couldn't see anymore. Right. But there was all these little rocks and stuff. Not that he was climbing over the wall, but like further back away from the glass um, that he could stand on and still see what the penguins were doing, which I appreciate because yeah. little kids sometimes get pushed out. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But I, I, I had neglected to bring that up. Um, what's the next category? Next, or question, I guess. Um, programs. I don't know that we saw any of the programs we didn't do any but they do have some there are some things that you can do um you know i would you can go on their website and look but um there are things that you can i know there was a penguin one because we discussed possibly coming back yes but i think it started raining uh yeah they did feeding and things like that but um they have like they do do various talks and things like that um but there are, you know, I'm looking at it. I don't see a lot of like, there's not a lot of, you know, behind the scenes tours kind of things. They don't do a lot of that. Uh, but there are some 
like keeper talk kind of things that they, they, they do do. Next, kid-friendly attractions. Well. So they, they had the petting zoo. They had a petting um, zoo. They, they did. They were about to open the one where you shrunk down to the size of a bug, which yes. I think was geared at the yes. imagination of children. A hundred percent. actually quite a bit. The penguin one was really set up well, like I said, for, for um, the kid. And each exhibit really had some interesting things. Like I said, in the northwest area, amongst like the mountains that you were supposed to be in mm-hmm. they would have like a little cave here or there or that the kids could go running through and kind of playing and um but they also had as most zoos do a play area for kids this was a particularly good one I and thought. this one was fantastic it was indoors um they had like your kind of education area where kids could look at different skulls of animals eggs bones um furs and they had someone there helping the kids with that and then they had two just massive jungle gyms one that was like a big tree and right. the other one what was it rocks it was something yeah it was called zoomasium by the way that was the name of the Zoomasium. yeah but it was indoors which was nice because we were there april correct April, so it was still chilly for us Nevadans. Yes, <laughs> and uh, and in 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 that area it rains a lot. So and it actually had been raining on us. So we yep. ducked inside and let the kids blow off some steam. Yes, and there were a couple of kids kind of things that we actually didn't do. Mm-hmm. There is a uh, carousel that we walked yes. past but we actually did not do it which i'm surprised my son loves them <laughs> it must have started raining on us <laughs> it must have and there was there was also a butterfly garden that we didn't wasn't uh, it that might... part of the bug thing that was closed off no it's separate but i don't oh. think it was it was only seasonal so it was probably not open yet okay it's okay. probably just a summer thing but um you know they had quite a bit for kids to be honest yeah yeah my my kids enjoyed themselves at that one um and then other other like things I want to talk about? Yeah, just other things you want to talk about with the zoo. Well, I think we kind of mentioned it at the beginning, and that this is a highly decorated zoo. Um, it's been around for a while. Um, they they had a couple of fantastic exhibits, and they also did um, what I really like in terms of bird exhibits, and that is kind of like the wide open aviaries that you that you walk through, and the birds can fly around. There was a particularly good one in what was called the, uh, I forget it was, the, I think there's the tropics where the gorillas were and a, a cool exhibit of jaguars was as well on the outside. But you can go in a building and they had a really nice bird display. It was mostly Amazon uh, rainforest type birds, but that was, that was very well done. And then what would you put in Dak? An animal kingdom. Right. So, I mean, that's, it's, um, there are a couple of things you could do. Like, I mean, the, the penguin exhibit would be cool, but, um, absolutely. But, uh, what I would do, uh, what I, uh, would want in Disney's Animal Kingdom, this is a little obscure, is that the one type of animal that, uh, people love, but is not in Disney's Animal Kingdom, and that, and that is bears. There are no bears oh, in Disney's right. Animal Kingdom. I mean, people love polar bears and grizzly bears. But um, Woodland Park had a really good exhibit of sloth bears, which are much smaller. Mm-hmm. And if you ever see a picture of them, they're kind of like, kind of funky looking. They're very furry in their face and stuff like that. They really eat mostly bugs. They're very kind of subdued and smaller bears. 
but they're from Asia, so they would uh, the tropics of Asia, so it would fit perfectly in a, in the Maharaja Jungle Trek if they could, you know, find an exhibit for them. Um, and they were fun to watch. I mean, they had four or five of them walking around and like you know, look digging around in, in in their exhibit and stuff. I would love to see sloth bears and sloth and the sloth bear actually is the um, the the uh, the what's the word I'm looking for? Not the origin, but the uh, influence of Baloo in Jungle Book. Baloo was supposed oh. to be a sloth bear. It doesn't look anything like a sloth bear yeah, when, when the be, cartoon. It would be really wonderful to have that in. Yes. Yeah. So a sloth bear would be what, what I would bring to Disney's Animal Kingdom. Is that it for the, uh, the questions? Yeah. I think that pretty much covers the zoo. Yeah, if you're in Seattle, if you're in Seattle I, and you like zoos, this is a good one. I like the uh, mountain goats that they had yes, there. Yes. I like the Living Northwest out here Trail. here in New York, I work, we see bighorn sheep mm-hmm. all the time, which kind of do the same sort of vertical they fill the same kind of niche in the environment yeah Yeah. and they do that kind of vertical climbing up these mountain sides that you think how could an animal that size but the i had an image of what this would be in my head before we saw it and the size of these things they're much bigger they are huge they're much bigger and i've always thought it was you know gravity defying when a when a bighorn sheep does it but these things are so big i don't know how to climb that it would be it would i mean i obviously couldn't do it but it would be cool up in uh the everest area or whatever they had oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) and they had these big mountain goats kind of jumping and climbing or something because it was yeah it was impressive i mean when we saw them they were kind of like up in the like a wooded area kind of getting some mm-hmm. shade there there was like plenty of rocks if they want to do that the that's right there was yeah, the one there was that's, one and that's, that's right. when i went my goodness he's balancing on nothing and he's so big <laughs> that particular exhibit was pretty cool i mean you actually walk in this building that had like salmon on the on the on the uh, front of it and it was like this river in the middle of it and it was divided in two and on one side was the goats and otter mm-hmm. that you could see like swimming underwater river otters not the ones that you yeah. see in, in animal kingdom and on the other side were the grizzly bears and they kind of shared yeah. like this stream um, now i know their exhibit was pacific northwest correct. but i'm sure there are mountain goats out. There are not mountain goats in oh, Everest. No, 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 no okay. not not mountain goats per se. But there are there are very similar things. Like you could do what's called a tacken, which is similar. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, Some yeah. sort of type. Yeah, yeah. Like no, there's oh, there's definitely yes. In the southwest, we have bighorn sheep. Yes, there are other goat type animals and, that yeah. live in the Everest. Absolutely. Yeah, that's what I would bring over to animal kingdom. Just not the Rocky Mountain but goats. I I would recommend it. It's just it's a no going in. It's a very big. Zoo. It is a big zoo, as opposed to the other one we went to in the area, Port Defiance, which was much significantly smaller. Yes. Um, and we'll talk about that in another show. Uh, Woodland is a big one. It's uh, It really is nationally recognized as one of the best zoos in the country, and I and deservedly so, I thought. So if you're a zoo fan of zoos, absolutely go there. It's it's not downtown. You have to kind of go a little bit say, off. Though, that's what I was going to mention. Is We rented a car, yeah. so it was no problem getting there for us. It's up past the north of the university even. I mean, you know, yes, it is. To the side, it, but so it's pretty, it's pretty far out of um, downtown Seattle. Yes, it is. Um, but we didn't do it, but I think the tram does go to it. it. Might. I think I that's no the end line for it the might, tram. It might, it might. Because I remember we were trying to decide between renting a car or just doing this yeah. the seattle train tram subway it's thing. called the woodland park zoo because it's in woodland park yeah that's the name of the park that it's a part of and it's it's a nice little park that you know has other you know typical city park features 
Um, but yeah, it's not it's not by like it's the not, n- not the needle Seattle. or the glass museum that was awesome and all those museums like yeah. in the or Pike. What's the name of the market that's very popular? Pike's Place. Pike's Place. Yeah. Uh, well, as, even that was it. Most of the museums in that area right. were in that one square. Yeah, and but Pike's Place is really not that close. far from that. No, no, not that no. far. They're all kind of in the same sort of block. Yeah. Um, but, the Seattle but Aquarium, however, was down was by by that stuff. Yes. So that's yes. a different uh, different yeah, animal we'll have altogether. Have to do that one too. <laughs> yeah, but so Woodland Park, you do need to you know figure out how to get there, <laughs> whether you're renting a car or figuring the public transportation. But but I think that's is that it for Woodland Park. Yeah, I think so. Oh. I um I was sick on this trip, so my memory is very. Fuzzy you, on you it. were, yeah. You yeah. did, you did catch that day the flow. I wasn't super bad, but I think it just kind of was it the next day that you were really that we had to cut awful. it short. Yeah, yeah. so <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so I think it just kind of like blurred my memory of uh, fair enough everything. Yeah, fair so. enough. But it was it's a it's a very good zoo. If you're in that, if you're a zoo fan or even just sort of like zoos, and you're in Seattle, certainly I would I it's would recommend trip, a, I would sure. recommend a, you know four or five hours and go there. But um, I guess that's it for the zoo. I would you know, refer you back to the beginning of the episode when we talk about the Tea Public Store, so get on there and buy stuff. Um, goes to help uh, Cotton Top Tamarins. Uh, but for now, I would just uh, thank everybody for listening. Kwaharini, and go well.